Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I am going to read to you Chapter 4 of The Dark Goddess, written by Queen Zoya Counts. Chapter 4. Dottie walked out of the corner store with a smile on her face. Once again, she was happy because she was able to con the man in the store into giving her credit for food so that she could feed her and her daughter, Teresa. Dottie had been looking for a job all over Stamford, but no one had hired her. I don't know if it was because she looked as if she had no experience but she was really seeking a job. She reached into the brown paper bag and she pulled out a pack of Salem's. She unraveled the cellophane and took out a cigarette. She placed it in her mouth and lit it. She inhaled, then exhaled slowly, enjoying the smoke and the flavor from the cigarette. As she was throwing the pack of cigarettes back in the bag, she did not see the Puerto Rican woman walking in front of her, and she bumped into her. I'm so sorry. Oh, please excuse me, miss, Dottie said, apologizing. The woman looked at her and smiled. No problem, my child. Dottie noticed that there was a young boy standing beside her, and she smiled at him. Would you like an apple? She asked him. She reached into the bag and removed an apple and gave it to him. No, 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 no. He's fine, the woman said. The slight bump from Dottie allowed her to pick up that she didn't have much and she needed to keep all her food. Oh, oh, okay, Dottie said. She placed the apple back in the bag. Well, My name is Dottie, and once again, I do apologize. I am so sorry. I just have so much on my mind. I know. The woman spoke to her. Really? Well, you had to be thinking of something before you bumped into me. My name is Jackie, and this is my son, Jeffrey. Well, it's nice to meet you both. Do you live out here in the PJs? Dottie asked her. No, I live about five blocks over. I just moved from the projects last week. I bought a house. Well, damn. I was hoping you lived out here. And at least I would have had a friend who I could just go and hang out with and chill with. Jackie smiled at her and took her bags out of her arms. Don't worry, child. I know that we will be seeing so much of each other, my new friend. Okay, I tell you what. Why don't you come with me to my crib? My daughter is there waiting on me and tonight is spaghetti night. I will not take no for an answer. Jackie agreed, and taking Jeffrey by the hand, she followed her to her apartment. Teresa! 
come here, Dottie yelled up the stairs as she entered the apartment. Coming, Mommy, Teresa yelled back. Dottie took the bag from Jackie and walked into the kitchen. She placed the bag on the table and began unpacking the groceries. Jackie and her son walked over to the couch and took a seat. As Jackie began to sit down, her left hand began to shake, and she knew that the dark goddess was stirring. She was sensing something that she liked and wanted. Jackie looked at the brown-skinned woman moving around in the kitchen and hoped that she wasn't wanting her. Yes, ma'am, she heard a little girl's voice say. Teresa had come down the stairs and ran past them straight into the kitchen. Now, don't be rude. You know you are supposed to speak to your elders. You didn't see Miss Jackie sitting in the living room? Dottie said, scolding her. Teresa turned around and waved her hand, gesturing a hello to Jackie. Jackie stood up from the couch and walked towards the girl. She was the prettiest little girl that she had ever seen since she came to the States. Her eyes were big and round with thick curly eyelashes, and she had two deep dimples that sitted so deep inside her cheeks, and her hair was wavy and pretty, plaited in two long braids. How do you do, pretty girl? She asked Teresa, taking her small hand in hers. As soon as Jackie touched her, she felt the dark goddess come alive in her, and she could feel the heat encircling her body. Is she I come for? The dark goddess whispered. Jackie could not believe it. This girl was only ten. Why did the dark goddess want her? Teresa could feel the heat coming off Jackie and smiled. You feel hot. You can feel that? Yes, and I can also smell cinnamon around you. Oh, just ignore her, Jackie, Dottie said, smiling. Teresa was born prematurely at seven months, and she was born with a veil over her face. She can pick up shit from people at times. Jackie smiled at her and looked back at Teresa. Well, cinnamon is my favorite scent. Mine's too. I love hot cinnamon candy, and I also love barbecue chicken. Jackie began to smell something in the air and she realized that it was the girl's energy. She could feel her gifts, and then she knew why the dark goddess had chosen her. When Jackie got home, she sent Jeffrey to bed and went and lay down on the couch. She was exhausted from the dinner and the conversation that had transpired between her and Dottie. Dottie had been so talkative, as if she did not have anyone to talk to. Dottie began telling her how she had gotten pregnant at 16 by her stepfather and was treated as an outcast within the family. From the time Dottie was nine, she was constantly being molested by her stepfather and uncles. It had gotten so bad that she actually began to like the way they made her feel, and then she became pregnant with Teresa, and she did all that she could to hide her birth. Dottie explained to her that that was the cause of her premature birth. She had been trying to cover up her belly by wearing girdles and loose-fitting clothes, she was scared that her mother would find out and kick her out of the house, but she was grateful that her little baby girl had survived the birth. 
Dottie was kicked out the house and she moved from home to home, staying with friends and even sleeping with older men to just have a place for them to sleep. Finally, a breakthrough had come through when she had applied for housing and the application had gotten accepted. The apartments were called Southside Village and she knew that it was going to be rough because it was the projects, but she finally had a roof over her head. She started taking little small babysitting jobs just to make things meet, but times was still so hard for her. Jackie could feel her pain as she told her story, and it was very similar to hers. Jackie began to spill her truths and tell Dottie about how she had came to America. After her ritual, she met with Teddy that night, and they had sex. She knew that she was pregnant the moment he pulled out of her, and his seed did not spill on her belly. The dark goddess had fed off their energy and had told Jackie that she would be leaving the country of Puerto Rico. Jackie had gotten pregnant, and she tried to hide it from her mother, but she found out and sent her to live in Stamford, Connecticut with her aunts. After Jeffrey was born, she had to feed the demon inside of her, and she would seduce her cousins, male and female, to feed the dark goddess. Once her aunts became aware of how she was being, they called her a whore and cast her out into the streets. The dark goddess told her that during her ritual that she would go through some hardships for being disobedient to her by having lost her virginity before the dark goddess had taken her over. Jackie had walked to the park and sat down on a park bench. Jeffrey sat beside her and laid his head on her lap. She rubbed his hair until he fell asleep and she closed her eyes and sighed. She had no way of getting in touch with Teddy. Jackie had heard that he had joined the army and his family wouldn't give her information on where to locate him. They did not even recognize her son as part of their family. They hated voodoo and called her a heathen for trying to trap their son. Jackie told Dottie how she had picked up her and Jeffrey's things and walked to the shelter. From there, she was given help and was able to find a job. And that's when things began to change. Jackie left out the parts of her life where she had been helping people and people were following her and her religious beliefs and how she was the voodoo queen of Stamford. She left out the part how they had used human blood for their sacrifices, but the dark goddess always brought back the ones she liked. It was her life and her new friend need not know her secret. Jackie got up from the couch and walked into her bedroom. She changed into her red dress and went down into the basement. She waved her hand and all the candles lit on her altar, burning a bright red and orange flame. She walked over to the altar of her ancestors first and gave them reverence, calling each one out by name. Then she walked to the altar for the dark goddess and sat down on the floor. She reached under the table and pulled out a large purple sleek mirror. She held the mirror up to her face until the dark goddess showed herself. What will you have me to do? Jackie asked her. Tonight, I will leave you and visit Dottie and the girl. Leave me? Why? I want to test her power and see if she really has the gift. You are the dark goddess. You should already know, Jackie said to her dryly. 
No sooner as the words came out her mouth, she felt a tight squeeze around her throat. (gasps) Do not test me, Jackie. Jackie closed her eyes, asking for forgiveness, and the dark goddess released her grip. This is what you will do. You will write a simple spell and have the girl and the boy play a game. Make sure that her hands are cleansed with cold water. This will not allow her to feel. She will be distracted from the chill from the water. Next, while she is playing the game, I will come and take her. Take her? Yes. I want her now. I want to fester inside of her until she is ready. Jackie did not understand this madness. This went against the rituals and the protocol of becoming a horse for the dark goddess. I am the dark goddess and nothing will be done as before unless I say so and I allow it. I understand. What do I do with Dottie? Get her out of the house and then come back to complete the initiation. So be it, Jackie said. She placed the mirror back under the altar and laid back on the floor. A strong wind from nowhere began to blow in the room, putting out all the candles. Jackie gasped as she felt the dark goddess leave her. She lay there shivering in the dark and in the cold. She felt so empty and so alone. She would soon get used to this feeling. The dark goddess flew through the air, making her way over treetops and abandoned buildings. She could smell the stench of the crack fiends in the alleys and heron attics shooting up. It would be easy to devour them, but she was on a mission. She spotted Dottie's apartment and seeing a small crack under the door, she went in. When she was inside, she decided she would stay in her low-out form and walk the stairs. Each step that she took sounded like a heavy bass drum. Dottie opened her eyes as soon as she heard the heavy footsteps walking up the stairs. She was glad that she had allowed Teresa to sleep in her bed that night. She knew someone had broken into her house and she was frightened. She could hear the footsteps getting closer and closer. The curtains on her window began to blow when she reached over and grabbed the Holy Bible. She wrapped her arms around Teresa and began to pray. Teresa woke up and she was wondering what her mother was doing until she felt the presence in her mom's room. She grabbed the Bible from her mom's hand and threw it on the floor. Dottie cried out, holding her closer and tighter. Teresa pushed her mom off of her and sat up in the bed. There in the shadows, she saw the silhouette of the spirits in the room. I am not afraid, Teresa said. The dark goddess began walking towards the bed, slowly. But my mom is, so leave now. The dark goddess stopped and smiled. Please, I need for you to leave us alone. Dottie grabbed her daughter and pulled her back down under the covers. The dark goddess disappeared. Teresa came from underneath the blanket reaching over her mother 
and she turned on the lamp sitting on the table beside the bed. Mom, it's gone. Dottie grabbed her daughter and hugged her tightly. She was thankful for her daughter's gifts. Teresa had seen what her mother had not seen, and she knew even though the spirit was gone, that they would see each other again. The dark goddess smiled as she left the apartment and flew back to Jackie. This young girl was special to her, and she loved the fact that she would take her before the other Lyles could stake claim on her being. Teresa was born of the dark, but she would have her enter the light. These idiots on this plane have things twisted and backwards. From the darkness, all was created, and the light made this realm evil. She saw Jackie lying on the floor, and she slid back into her temporary host. Jackie opened her eyes as she felt the dark goddess come back inside of her. She felt her heat, and she welcomed it. You have just been listening to The Dark Goddess Chapter 4. My name is Queen Zoya Counts. If you would like to purchase this book, you can purchase it on Amazon.com. The Dark Goddess by Queen Zoya Counts.